The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. The Bulls snapped the Nets' 12-game winning streak, and Lucas got a record-setting performance. It was an amazing one. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and we're going to jump into the NHL as well and talk a little bit about that. Uh, we've got the Rangers who snapped the Hurricanes' 11-game winning streak, and Ovechkin is on his way to a record-setting performance overall. Um, it might take another season or two to do so, but he's at 106 career goals right now and chasing Wayne Gretzky's record of 894. And then, of course, the NFL. We've always got to touch on football because that's what we love most on this podcast. But we've got the NFL playoff scenarios breaking out, and it seems like we might have answers for who's going to be playing who very soon. Uh, we've only got one week of, of football left. And the WBC is introducing a category for trans fighters. That's right, and we're going to talk a lot about that, I'm sure, as well as trying to dive into the College Football National Championship. We've got Georgia and TCU going to be a great matchup, and we're very excited for it, so let's get into it. Welcome back to Rising to the Occasion, everybody. It's, oh, as always, very exciting to be with you. Uh, and I, I actually noticed the other night when I recorded, I had I, I really chose just the football helmets to put up in this new little background that I've got. I chose the football helmets because, of course, I'm going to have an Oklahoma one. Uh, and then I put the Nebraska one in because of Britain. And then also my, my dad is a Nebraska fan. Uh, and then, you know, I, I just randomly picked out the TCU. And then I thought, well, uh, I better put in the Ohio State helmet. I've still got it on my desk. You just can't see it. I picked out the Ohio State helmet for my wife, so I had all those in there. And then I realized, like, wait a minute, I need, I need to put the Georgia one up, so I've got that one up there, too, for the national championship coming up. But uh, I'm not alone tonight, though. I've got Blake here joining me. Uh, Britton was kind of busy tonight, so he wasn't able to to jump on with us. Uh, it's kind of my fault. We were supposed to get get together last night, but how you doing, Blake? Man, I'm doing good, Josh. I'm excited to get on here and talk with you, man. I know it's been a minute, but uh, I'm back and got a little free time tonight and a lot of stuff going on in the sports world, man. Oh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff. And it was hard for me to just to boil down because like for college football, it's very easy to pick the top games. There's usually your top ranked teams and your top ranked games and the biggest news. But man, whenever you're talking about like the NBA or the NHL, uh, those are two that are really hard for me to pick just because there's so much going on all the time. It's not a weekly yeah. thing, but yeah, we're finally diving into the NBA. I know, I know you and I are kind of fed up with the NBA a little bit, but it's still sports. I love basketball. I know you do too. We're yeah. going to talk more about college basketball coming up too, especially with football season ending. And I'm excited about that, but, uh, it's starting to get to the point in the NBA where you can start to tell who's good and who's a contender, who's not. And so, you know, I, I don't like how whiny all the players are getting. I know you're kind of on the same page there, but uh, it is still basketball. It's a sport. So we're going to talk about it and kind of get into the exciting part of the game, you know, because there are some uh, some players that I can still respect for the for the game that they they play and for the level that they play at, too. So um, I'm excited to, to at least talk about them. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll try to leave out some of the, the whiny players out. But before we dive too far into it, I do want to mention our new sponsor, sponsor of the show, uh, one that I know we're all very excited about here, and that is SeatGeek. You can go to SeatGeek.com and use our code 
R2TO for $20 off your first ticket purchase. SeatGeek is one of the best sites out there. I know a lot of people have hated Ticketmasters for all the scalping and stuff that they do. SeatGeek does have some great prices on, on their site, and you can go and find just about any event you want to attend to. If you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to a football game, if you want to go to a basketball game, any kind of sports event, there's even more on there. Uh, you know, the, you, you search through SeatGeek and there's all kinds of amazing things, all kinds of fun events. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to using SeatGeek to find my seats for my next event that I'm going to be going to. I'm not sure what that is yet, but I'll definitely use SeatGeek. So you can use code R2TO for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Uh, again, that's R2TO. That's for rising to the occasion. So go ahead and go over to SeatGeek.com or download the app and you can use that on your first purchase. Very excited to have them sponsoring the show. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Like I said, I know we don't talk a lot of NBA, but it is going on. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. The other night, one of the games that really caught my eye, I was able to watch it a little bit and and, and see what was going on. Uh, and so this one, this one caught my eye mainly just because of how big of a game this was. So the Nets have been on a streak. They've been on a 12-game winning streak. That's not a very easy thing to do in the NBA. Uh, with all the talent, but the Bulls are able to snap this 12-game winning streak. Uh, the Bulls right now, I believe they're still ranked 10th. I know my notes are, are a couple days late now, so I'm hoping that nothing's uh, too contradicting. But uh, they're ranked number 10th in the East, uh, and so for them to beat the Nets, I mean, that's that's a big feat, on especially the Nets team that's led by Kevin Durant, who is a talented player. Uh, as much as one may may hate everything else that goes off the court, he is a talented player. Uh, DeMar DeRozan with a 22 points, uh, seven assists, and three rebounds with 40% uh, field goal percentage. And then Patrick Williams, I think, was probably the bigger impact just because of his field goal percentage. If he would have shot more, man, I can't, I can't imagine how many points he would have put up. But he put up 22 points, seven assists, and two uh, two rebounds. So just a, a huge game for the Bulls there to to hold on and uh, you know be able to beat a more superior team. Um, but you know, not only that, Blake, but but they they snapped the Nets' twelve game winning streak. Hmm. Mm. Man, you know what I'm what I'm impressed about in the NBA is I think we finally have parity in the NBA. You know, and, and uh, I think you know just just stepping away from the Nets and the Bulls game for a second is is I wanted to say this about the NBA, man. I think we were going down a road where you only had like three or four good teams in there yeah. for a little while, you know, and, and really and legitimately, okay, you had, I mean, just a handful of teams where you were like, okay, one of these three teams is going to win the NBA championship. But now, I mean, both conferences from top to bottom, they're deep, man. Yeah. And it's like, there's well, finally you take we kind of got a go ahead yeah you yeah you know, you, t you take that bottom team in either the west or the east right now and they could still possibly even end up with a number one or two seed really if they were to have a good i mean yep. it's, i don't think it's going to happen but you take the bottom three and they still have a very tight shot at, at a good seed in the playoffs and yeah you're, you're right it's really deep this year that's that's the thing i find most exciting this year and Honestly, I think that could draw more people back into watching the NBA. Oh, for sure. Josh, I, I think we were going down that road of the super team era. And, you know, I thought it was 
let me take this. Let me take this back. I was going to say I thought it was terrible at the time. I loved it because I was yeah. a LeBron fan, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, the super teams like LeBron's going to get his chips and everything. Uh, and and then I kind of started noticing that it was kind of just drowning out the NBA. And now I look over here and you got Luca down in Dallas. And, you know, I still think he needs a little help, but you got the Nuggets and, and look at the young Cavs. Uh, yeah. And then Brooklyn. Oh, Josh, that's my thing with Brooklyn, man, is look at what every, look at what all they've been through at the start of the year with the Kyrie hate and stuff like that. Like uh, Ben Simmons going to Brooklyn and everybody just saying, you know, uh, ben Simmons, this Ben Simmons, that he can't, he can't fit in. He can't do this. Uh, and then Kevin Durant, you know, in the off season, everybody was like, well, where does Kyrie end up? Where does KD end up? KD's going to Phoenix. And then it all just kind of stuck around. And now you look at it and they're right there at the top in the East. Yeah. They went on a 12 game streak snapped by a young gritty bulls team i know they i know they have DeRozan and levine and all that and uh but that bulls team man they're also fighting for a, a playoff spot i know it's still early but they're right there at that 10 seed that play-in tournament mark right there uh, and i honestly look man at this nets team and i think this could be I think this could be the team to come out of the East because I don't think Kevin Durant and Kyrie are playing around this year. I'll be honest with you. I think the best thing they could have done was get rid of James Harden. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I don't I'm disagree not big on James. I'm not big on James, man. So I think that's the best move that the Nets have made. And I think they're, I think they're a contender. I know a lot of people are on the bucks and everything, you know, that the, the Giannis love, which he definitely deserves. I'm not saying oh, that. Yeah. yeah and I, I've been rooting I, for I, him too. I, I like Giannis a lot. I mean, I like the player that he is. And then have you ever seen his little, his, uh, off, you know, like, uh, off the court, like little press, press conferences and stuff like that, where he pops out the, the dad jokes or whatever, or the, yeah. I think, I think it's a dad's joke, dad jokes or something like that. It's one of these like little like corny jokes and stuff. And he like pulls out and he's like, Ooh, I have a joke for you. And he'll, he'll just say some stupid joke. And I love his personality so much. He's good with the media, man. And absolutely, you know, with, with Milwaukee and everything, and they won that championship. I think that was good for the, the small market NBA, you know, Milwaukee wasn't a, a, a super team destination or anything like that, but Giannis and Chris Middleton, they get a championship. And I think that also drew people back into the NBA, man, where you see a small market Milwaukee team, uh, you know, and, and you see them going up against teams like Boston and Miami, who we know that are the big markets. And then you go out there to LA and all that stuff. And, and Giannis reels one off, man. I think that was a big turning point for the NBA. So as much as we've been down on the NBA, uh, you know, I, I think it's slowly starting to come back to us, Josh. Oh, absolutely. And and really, I think the only thing that draws me away from the NBA anymore is is just all of the drama that goes in off the court. Uh, and yeah. and I know I know a lot of fans are are tired of that. And hopefully, hopefully the NBA can take a lesson from the NFL because you think about the NFL maybe three years ago. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I guess, yeah, not even three years ago, like two years ago, uh, yeah. you know, I, I didn't, I didn't care for the NFL anymore. You know, you, you, especially whenever you back up to all these players, you know, wanting to do, if you want to, to be a, a famous person and you want to speak out against something, that's fine. But 
do it in the right timing. And that's what a lot of fans were upset with. They didn't want to hear all of this extra stuff from all the yeah. players. And when you just keep the game on the TV and that's it, you, you, all you put on on that TV is just the, the game, the entertainment that, that people come to watch. Uh, and, and now I, I love the NFL right now because you're seeing a lot more, uh, uh, you know, love between, you know, the players and stuff like that. And, and you know, I guess between the players and the fans and, and just a lot more kind of unity in that sense, I suppose. But instead of just constant di- division, instead of just going out there and playing the game that that, that people are watching mm-hmm. you for. Um, but yeah, that's that's the big thing with with the uh, the NBA. I think that that has that has bothered me for some time. Uh, and I'm seeing it even more. There's even some guys that I like, like Trey Young has had some drama. Uh, and, you know, he's yeah. he's an Oklahoma boy. So, of course, I got to root for him. But, <laughs> you know, he's 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 causing some drama this year. But, yeah, I mean, you, you bring it up. And and one team I want to bring up, I don't know if you – I know you, you mentioned Boston. And they are a big market, but they've been down for quite some time now. And last year we saw them bounce back and have a good season. Now this year they even bring in Blake Griffin. And they're, they're kind of looking hot right now. Right now they're they're sitting at the top in the East. And I mean, honestly, the top in the East is the first, dang, I didn't realize it was this deep. The first eight seats are like basically yeah. the top of the East. That That's, that's deep. I knew it was like the top five, but I mean, or top four or five, but man, it's like the top eight have a chance of being first in the East very easily. Uh, so they're yep. only a couple of games apart. And then, you know, you go over to the West and that one's almost just as deep, really. Um, I mean, you can probably go down maybe even deeper because really you could go down to number 10 with Utah Jazz being 20 and 21. They've just played more games and that's the only reason why they're down right now. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that it is very deep this year. But you know, I, I look at Boston. I, I like Boston out of the East. I think they're, I think they're on a mission because of what what happened to them last year. So I feel like they could, they could be that team to finally, finally get out there. I don't know. I mean, it's hard for them to make it back to the finals for a second year in a row. But if they can, I feel like, I feel like they're that team to watch out for. And then I think the Nuggets, uh, they're they're on a, a streak. But the Grizzlies, I feel like they're just too, they're too reliant on Ja Morant. Uh, you know, if they if they don't rely so much, because you can do that throughout the season. But you can't do that for a seven-game series, and that yeah. kind of showed last year when he wasn't playing too much in the in the playoffs. You you can't rely on him so much in the playoffs. You got to be able to st- take a step back, you know, let make him take a step back. So yeah, it is it is very deep, and I think it's going to be exciting once we come, uh, you know, towards towards the end of the the season and start to see these playoffs and stuff break off for sure. Yeah, and and Josh, the thing about Memphis, man, is is look, I know Jaw's a superstar, uh, but. Is it their time yet? Okay, when when they get into the playoffs against a Denver, and we know what Denver has, okay, and especially like Jamal Murray, you know, just when he really gets back to that. Now I know you see it, you see it in spurts, all right, but when he really gets back, all right, do they have what it takes to take down a Denver? Man, this Denver team, they're deep. Well, and they're 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 a very strong defensive team, which is hard to yes. find. You know, it's hard to find that many players being. Able, I mean, I know I know uh, the Joker is basically the one that that holds that defense together, yes. but the other guys around him do a very good job of helping him out. Uh, so I mean, yeah, they're they're very strong defensive, and it's hard to put up points. That's how you win in the NBA is putting yep. up points, uh, and it's it's hard to do that against Denver. I think that's why I, I could definitely see them being one of those teams to to make it. Uh, it's just. Again, it's just so deep; it's hard to pick anyone. And then Zion's going off. They're third in the West right now. Uh, yeah. the, the Pelicans How crazy are so. Is that? Yeah, just a lot of craziness. But 
an, another game that popped out to me and another team really um, because the Cavaliers, they're fourth in the uh, East, I believe. And yeah. so the Cavaliers, they just had an amazing game the other night. Uh, Mobley hits a game-winning jumper for the Cavs to beat the Suns. Uh, that was that was a really fun game, a really fun ending for sure. And it was a low-scoring game too, which was made it a little more fun because it's more tense. You know, you see the defenses kind of standing up. And uh, so with just four seconds left, Mobley – it kind of squirts through the middle middle of the the paint and pops up a jumper. He's able to win it for you know ninety to ninety to eighty eight. Uh, yeah, and so that with the the Cavs East, uh, they're they're the number four in the East right now. They're looking really good. And the biggest thing with them right now is just the fact that they they have uh, Donovan Mitchell there to help out. I mean, he has been on a tear this year. Uh, you take just a couple couple games ago, he had seventy one points against the Bulls. I know we just talked about the Bulls. You know they had a good performance against 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 the Nets, but they didn't have that great of a performance. I mean they they really didn't play bad because I think they went to several overtimes, at least one overtime, uh, against uh, you know with between the Cavs and the Bulls. But seventy one points, uh, that's the most points since Kobe's eighty one back in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a tear, and I mean that whole team. You mentioned it. They're they're a young team, yep. and they have been a young team for quite some time. A young team with talent. It's kind of similar. I, I compared them to to Sacramento in a lot of ways because they're really good at drafting, but they just got too many young guys that aren't going to be able to stand up against a team that's got enough uh, kind of older talent on the team too. And they have, they still have their veterans and Kevin Love, uh, and and I believe uh, who is it? It's it's one of the one of the twins, I believe, one of the Lopez brothers. Uh, I can't remember which which Lopez is over there right now. If it's Brooke or Robin. But you know they've they've got they've got some veterans over there, and then now they have Donovan Mitchell, who's kind of middle of the pack between those two. He's not really a young guy, but he's not not a veteran, so he's right in the middle there. He's he's experienced. Did you look that up already? No, I I, I can't find it. Um, it's it's bothering me now that I I can't think yeah. of who it is too because I can see his face. I don't know. I don't even know if they're twins. I I just kind of said that because they they look similar, but. I don't, we're gonna get it. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Cavaliers are definitely one of those teams that that I can I can see uh, kind of sneaking their sneaking their way through just because of how how tough they're looking right now. Yeah, Josh. How about Donovan Mitchell? All right, he's, Donovan he's outstanding, Mitchell, dude. All right, so so you you get out of Utah, right, and. You go to Cleveland, and we we've seen that Cleveland has been steadily progressing. Right, we know what happened with LeBron and you know him leaving, and they really haven't been great. And they bring in uh, some young pieces through the draft, and and they got my guy Isaac Okoro from Auburn, um, and they other young talent. And Donovan goes uh, into Cleveland, and you know people just kind of like, yeah, eh kind of wrote him off like you're not going to win there the only person that's been able to win there is lebron and they're fourth in the east dude like they got what do we just say like everybody from like one through eight can be the one seed out of the east i mean yeah this thing is parody it's pure parody in the nba like there is so much so many teams in the NBA that are just, I mean, the playoffs, like I've always said that the NHL playoffs 
are the most fun to watch because literally anybody like you have no idea yeah. in the NHL playoffs. The NHL is really like, hard to bet on and all that for me because it's just good. it's just so tough because like you you take a team and we'll we'll talk about uh you know the Rangers how they how they beat the Hurricanes but that that it's stuff like that that you just don't see or like the uh you know like you you, you see this team that isn't doing good this year but you know that they they can beat just about anybody else and right now it's really tight. Yeah. You take the Devils for example in the NHL right now. I mean, they're, they've had one of the best years they've had in a long time, and they may not make the playoffs. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just, how, that's just how tough it is in the NHL. Yeah, and they were terrible last year. Yeah. Right? They were somebody I hammered. All right. If I wanted free money, I was betting against the Devils. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's like that, man. I, I think this is really, really good for the NBA. I think this is a positive for the NBA. I think it's a step forward. Uh, that we got away from the super team era, man. Oh, and, for sure. You know, I, I just I look at all these teams, man, and and I, I just think that this NBA playoff, and and and, and look, I I know it's going to separate itself. It's not going to stay that close, but to see the depth, that right there is a such a positive sign, man, because. Uh, watching watching pro basketball when there was only three good teams in the league and you knew that it was going to be Cleveland and Golden State in the finals or Golden State and whoever LeBron played for, like that wasn't fun. It was fun once the finals got here, but it wasn't fun during the regular season and it wasn't fun to watch during the playoffs for LeBron to get over in the East and sweep everybody and then Golden State to get over in the West and you just knew no matter what they were coming out of the West. And now we don't have that. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm all in on the NBA, man. Yeah. I'm, especially like you said, it's just, it's one of those years. I don't know who's going to be in the playoffs. I don't know who's going to win it all. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to come down to the wire. One, another great team right now. And mainly because of this guy. Um, but another, another great team is Mavericks. They're, they're fourth in the, uh, in the, I guess they're in the East, right? Uh, the yeah, Mavs, they're in the West. Are they in the West? Yeah, they're. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're they're in the West. I always get confused because you know, you're. Like, where, where do you put the middle <laughs> of the middle of the group? You put that in the West or the East? But yeah, they're they're in the West. Uh, so yeah, they're they are ranked number four though. And so with them, I mean, Luca, he had an amazing game. He had six. Uh, he had sixty. Uh, he had 61. yeah sixty points, twenty one rebounds on ten assists. Yeah. I put that wrong on the on the uh, overlay there, but. Yeah, they, they had a uh, 126 to 121 in their win over the New York Knicks. Uh, that was a few days ago now, but just worth mentioning because again, this is another team that they've got a lot of young talent, and Luca being one of them. Uh, and with that talent, I mean, it, if if they can keep this this rolling and keep Luca healthy, they're another one of those teams that they they could sneak in there. They could they could be that team. But uh, I just I don't know. I have a hard time. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put my money on the Mavs winning it uh I, I i don't know what's up he needs another star josh yeah for he, sure he needs another he, look what do they have tim hardaway jr yeah like come on man well and, and I, I need you, another star when you got a guy put up 60 points and with all, all this you know 20 and 21 uh assists and, and 10 re- i mean when you got a guy doing that much on the court and you only win by five points there's something going on you know, like you need another star to help him out. Uh, and like you mentioned earlier, I don't think it's necessarily going to the super team, 
but you, you've you've got to have somebody there to help him out for sure. Yeah, I mean, look at look at uh, you know, look at what Denver has, all right, yeah. with with Jamal and Joker. All right, that's not a super team. No, not uh, at that's all. That's just two stars, and you know they they play extremely well together. And I need a guy down there in Dallas for my man Luca because I can't have my man Luca putting out all this productivity and after the game in his presser, he says, Hey, look, man, I'm not going to stay here a while because I'm tired. I need to go drink a beer. All right. <laughs> He's like, I drink a beer, go to bed. Like I'm tired. I'm worn out. And I feel like it's just every night it's the Luca show and you need a star. I, I don't I, look Dallas is going to win in the first round. Okay. They're that team where oh, sure, yeah. they yeah. have a, they, yeah, they have a superstar. So you know Luca's not going to get bounced in the first round. They're going to go to the second round, and then they're going to run into a team that has two superstars, and you're going to get bounced. So, Mark Cuban, I need you to make a move. Uh, what Luca's doing is absolutely insane. It's off the charts. I said years ago this was a top five NBA player. I got I kind of got laughed at when I said that, but I just said, hey, let the guy uh, keep playing. And he is going to prove to you that he is one of those guys in this league. Uh, and and Luca is he's showing it, man, night in, night out, Josh. Yeah, and, and another guy that I think I like his character uh, on and off the court too. So I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's hard to root against him for sure. And he's another another great player. Um, but another guy I know you said he used to be an, um, a LeBron guy. I've mm. I've always been against LeBron. I just always hated him from the get go. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it was. Back then, it was really mainly just kind of like how I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like yeah. him because you know like he's just so good. I'm tired of hearing about him. But <laughs> he is—he is a phenomenal player. He—he he always will be. He will be one of the greats. Whether you want to say he's the greatest of all time, or you know whether you want to give that to to Jordan, or uh, you know mm-hmm. if you if you want to be fair and give it to Larry Bird, uh, that that would be respectful too. But. Um, you know, I, Lakers are one of those teams, man. I just, I, I love to see how they start off, and I loved, I loved watching it because I just, I, I like all of the the tension rising over there and with the Lakers, and it's it's not that I was necessarily rooting against them, but I kind of was, and so, but then all of a sudden now we see the Lakers really heating up, uh, and and really because of LeBron's play, he has really started to to play a lot better. You see Austin Reeves, he's out there uh, playing really good now. And and I think LeBron likes having him on the team too. Uh, he's he's said said so himself a few times. And I mean, when you start to have guys like that who are able to step up, kind of like the way that they had uh, Caruso step up, and he was able to do some some good stuff for the Lakers out there. You you have that start to bounce into play, and when you get those those players and that chemistry moving, you're starting to see where the Lakers they they may have been counted off. Counted out real real quick in the season whenever they were doing really bad with all the superstars that they've got, mm-hmm. and we even mentioned it. Anthony Davis isn't going to be able to stay out there for too much longer, and sure enough, he's he's out. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Lakers are starting to heat up, and uh, again, another team that they're they're not even in the top ten in, in their division, but uh, you know, I I think or in their conference, but they they could still sneak up in there very easily. That's just how packed full it is in the NBA this year. Yeah, Josh, the Lakers, Anthony Davis, dead. All right, over. <laughs> get, separate, get a divorce, whatever, get him out. Uh, and, and I know LeBron's going to make a trade uh, at the deadline. We all know what LeBron's going to do at the deadline. He's going to try at least um, 
to get into the playoffs. He's kind of like Jackie Moon, isn't he? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's great. That is great because he is owner, GM, player, okay? <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, that's, you know, my thing with the Lakers, man, and like you said about Reeves, uh, real quick, man, LeBron always keeps that one white guy with him, all right? <laughs> and – uh, you saw in Cleveland, he had Della Vadova. Yeah. All right. And, and then right there in the early part of the Lakers, uh, right there when they won that championship, he had Caruso. And, uh, you know, now he's got Reeves. So, yeah. you know, I, he likes to keep he likes to keep that one white dude with him. So, uh, mad respect there. But, you know, my thing with LeBron, man, is when I was a teenager, LeBron comes out, breaks out onto the scene, right? We see him. Uh, playing on ESPN as a high schooler, and you know, I just Sports Illustrated. You know, I fell in love with with watching him play, and it's just I just felt like he was our our Jordan, right? So like, I didn't get to watch Michael Jordan play, so I did get to see LeBron James come from high school to the NBA, and he was he was my Michael Jordan. So I hopped on the bandwagon and. I was so excited when he left Cleveland after the first uh, tour there when, uh, you know, they refused to get him help. They just thought he was going to stay there. And then he went to Miami and he finally got some championships. The thing I didn't like is when he went to L.A. Look, I know he won a Mickey Mouse uh, championship in the bubble, the COVID ring and all that stuff. You know, it is what it is. But. I didn't like the move to L.A. because I didn't feel like it was basketball related. I felt like it was more uh, Hollywood uh, star potential related. I didn't think that it was really heartfelt for the Lakers. Um, my opinion, I don't know. It, it could have been basketball related, but I don't think it was. And now they're struggling. Uh, you got the Westbrook contract, even though he's playing better. Uh, I, I really think him moving to the bench earlier uh, was was positive for the Lakers. Um, and, I, look, Russell Westbrook gets a lot of hate, man. But, honestly, I've watched him a couple times this year. And let's let's pump the brakes on the Russell Westbrook hate. All right, he, let's, let's, I mean, let's, I let's say be this, honest. He, been, he, he does bring it upon himself a lot of times, too, though. <laughs> He does, he does, and and one thing I, I wanted to say is is I think he's matured a little bit, um, and I, I know he was in the little uh, little confrontation the other night where he was throwing the ball back and forth and everything and all that. But um, my problem with the Lakers is Anthony Davis, man. How can you be such a dominating force and be that soft, yeah. like? I mean, you slip, you slip on a wet floor, and you're out six months. I, I don't get it. Like, you, you know, if if you have a healthy Anthony Davis, you're a championship contender. But he can't stay healthy, Josh. Yeah. And so, why do you have him in town? Like, get him out. And you know, if you're a Lakers fan, you might disagree, but I just don't think. And and you know what, Josh? I think LeBron kind of sees it. I think he sees the writing on the wall. And so that's my thing with the Lakers, man, is I think you have to make a move to get Anthony Davis out and somebody else in. I'm not sure who you go after, but I just – the AD experiment is over, man. It's just not it. 
I mean, you could clear up so much cap room just by getting him out too. So I mean, it would just make so much yeah. so much sense, you know, and try to get an, another player in there that that can actually maybe maybe fill his role a little bit. But you know, I mean, I, I, it's it's hard to replace a guy like AD for his his talent, but he's not ever on the on the court to show that talent. So yeah, it, it totally makes sense just to kind of give him the boot. Josh, does LeBron play till he's forty five? It wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see is him he being, human? he, he, he may be, I, I mean, who, who are we to say? Yeah. I, I just <laughs> look, man, the dude, you know, and I know he does all the, you know, he gets into the media and stuff. I don't like that part of LeBron. Like, and I, I just, I don't, I like, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Like he tries to make everything about himself. And they just kind of, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's the professional athlete thing to do. I and, don't know. And but, I think it's, I think it's just the way that you bring stuff like that to the media. It's not necessarily that you, yeah. that you bring it up. That's, that's, I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. It's just the way yeah. you do it and, you know, have some dignity with the way you do it uh, and, yeah. and choose 100%. the right time of when you do it too. Yeah. But, you know, we, we've been, we were talking a little bit about the NHL and how tight it is every year. This year is Another really tight year. Like I said, the Devils, you know, they, they may not make it in. Um, but yeah. one of the teams that I had a lot of high hopes for was the Rangers. They haven't been doing so hot this year. They've got a pretty low chance. Uh, overall, they don't have a very high chance of making the playoffs this year. I think they could still get in, of course. Um, but it is going to be a tight race for them. The Rangers, they were able to make off, you know, pull off a very, a very tough win against the Hurricanes. Uh, the Hurricanes have been doing very good this year. They had eleven eleven game win streak, and it was snapped by the Rangers uh, just a few nights ago. And the Rangers have played really well in the third period. That's mainly where they have 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 played the best. They have uh, at least from I think yesterday, whenever I I, I had all these notes ready to go, uh, you know they had fifty two third period goals, which is the third most in the NHL, and they're still not up there towards the top you know they're still one of those teams that's fighting for the playoffs uh rather than having secured it and i know that's a lot of the teams in the nhl right now but uh just overall i mean they're they're just one of those teams that you look at them and it's 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 tough they they may be able to make it make it into the playoffs but they're they're gonna have to fight really hard they're gonna have to pull off more wins like they did uh against the hurricanes the hurricanes have been a very good team this year uh without a doubt and and another kind of surprising i like i like seeing teams like the hurricanes uh, come in because they don't have a huge market. You know, you, you think yep. of Miami. I mean, what is ice? They, they, <laughs> they, you know, it's it's too hot to play to play hockey there. But you know, whenever they don't have a big market, I do like to see these teams stand up. I know we've got a few few guys in the uh, in and belly up uh, that that are big Hurricanes fans. Um, but it, it is it is one of those teams that it's it's fun to see a new team kind of step in and the Devils. It's, the thing with the Devils is just the fact that they they started off so hot and now they're mm-hmm. starting to just fall. They had a 12 game win streak. I think 13 game win, win streak is what they got up to uh, yep. a little little bit ago in the season. Had a really good start to the season and then they're starting to fall off the wagon. Um, but getting back to the Rangers, they're one of those teams. That are uh, they're they're 22 and 12 right now. They're just behind the Devils overall uh, in their division. It's going to be really tough for them to to be able to pull it out and to to get up there, but. They, they, if they keep on playing like this, they keep on playing uh, with, with this kind of heart. And they're a young squad. 
And that's the thing mm-hmm. with the Rangers. They're young and they're fast. I think they can they can compete. You know, last year we saw them compete very good uh, against against the Penguins. And yep. that was just because they they've got so much energy and they're able to keep up with guys, even though they think the Penguins, uh, you know, with with them. I know my brother, uh, he, he loves Sidney Crosby and he loves the Penguins. Oh, yeah. But I I just I don't yeah. know. There's something about it. He he's another one of those guys that's so good. It's hard to like him. But yeah, he is he is a really good guy and he's a good player. Um, but I was I was rooting for the Rangers there and they were able to pull it off against a very good uh, and and a veteran led Penguins team last year in the playoffs. And you, mm. that's what kind of gave me hope for them this year, but they're just not grabbing traction. I know it's hard to grab traction on ice, but they've got to find some way to be able to push <laughs> off uh, and, and get gliding. But, you know, it, it's it's another fun year. If, if you watch any NHL games this year, it's a lot of fun, and I feel like it's a higher-scoring league now than it was maybe even five to ten years ago. Absolutely, Josh. Absolutely, man. Look, the Rangers are young, like you said, yeah. youth. Uh, they're young. They're not going to win and, the Stanley Cup. And they're Cup. not. They're not playing bad this year either, though. That's no. the thing. No, no, not they're at all. To look forward to. Um, absolutely, this year, not the year, in <laughs> yeah. my opinion. I know it's still early, but yeah. the youth is just too much. Um, everything else in the NHL, man. You know, you just this is another league, like we mentioned earlier, from top to bottom. If you don't watch hockey, you're missing out. Like, yeah. I know you said you don't bet on it. I do. Uh, I think it's. I, I do bet on it. I'm just not good oh, at do it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I'm, um, I'm just not good so, at it. So, let me tell you something. You mentioned about the scoring in yeah. NHL. You hammer the overs. Okay. If it's, if it's you, five or six, absolutely. If it gets to six and a half, you can still you can still go for it on most games, depending on what team it is. Hammer it, all right. <laughs> Overs, all right. They score like goals, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, man. I mean, the only team I might not hammer on an over is like, I don't know. Every time I bet on the Kraken, man, like they're I tough. take them. They're tough to bet one bet on this year because they yeah. they have one game where they they score like a total of like eighteen points. And then yes. like the next game, they only score like a total of three. And it's like, man, I can't, I can't bet the over on these guys. Like, Cause every time I take the over on them, they score under and I just, they're frustrating. Dude. But, look, I had a, I had a, I had a parlay and the Kraken were the last leg. All right. And I think they were playing like the wild or something like that. And I'm just like, Oh, I got this one in the bag, you know? Yeah. And I'm like the Kraken, they've been on fire and everything. And they just let me down. All right, the last leg curse. They let me down. All right, um, but man, yeah, hockey, Carolina. Uh, you know, I mean, just uh, Boston. I know Boston is freaky this year, man. They're yeah, up there at the good. top. Uh, but that's the thing about the NHL, Josh, and why it's so exciting is because last year you look at the the Panthers. All right, the Florida Panthers ran the NHL last year. Everybody was Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Panthers. All right, and then what happens? All right, you get in the. In my opinion, I know I love football and I love basketball and everything, but the NHL playoffs are freaky good. All right, if you don't watch them, pay attention because last year Florida, too. Um, so I I didn't watch a whole lot of regular season last year, and that that was yeah. that was that was my fault. But I didn't didn't watch a whole lot of regular season. I started watching the playoffs, 
And from the little bit of regular season I, I saw, I didn't realize how good the Avs were. And then yeah. we were we, we were sitting there, and I know Britton and I, we were watching, I think it was game one or two of, of the Penguins-Rangers, and then uh, immediately clicked over. And as soon as we clicked over to the Avs, they scored like three goals, like back to back to back, and it was just crazy yeah. how good they were. And then you watch them sweep two teams in a row, right, last year? Mm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it just that was that you was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, hockey score. really is a lot of fun. There was there was no way to score on them. Yeah. Gosh, uh, the abs. I mean, I mean, you you got year, you got McCarr. I mean that that dude is a witch. Oh yeah. He's, I mean, and I, and I think he might be the best. Like, I hate to say this because um, I know a lot of people would hate this. I think he's the one of the one of the maybe top five best players in the NHL right now. Okay, and he's okay. young. I, I wanted okay. to say the best, but I, I can't do yeah. that because there's there's okay. some guys like Ovechkin in the league still, and then you got Sidney Crosby, uh, uh, McDavid, yeah. you know. So you got some yeah. like really good players up there, but I think top five at least. And he's young. That's just that's. I, I don't know. I mean, you you can take it for what what it's worth, but I I think he's up there. I can rock with that. You know, I thought you were about to say the best. <laughs> I, you know? I wanted I to because I, I like him yeah. a lot, but yeah. uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, the NHL, uh, another stellar league. And like I was saying, man, uh, the Panthers get in the playoffs last year and they get bounced and they were the one. They were the one, all right? And, uh, you know, that's just how crazy the playoffs are in the NHL. That's how crazy the league is, man. And you look at it this year, and you go down the Eastern Conference, down the Western Conference, and both leagues are stacked. I mean, both yeah. conferences are stacked. Yeah, so, the, the divisions are all really tight, like all oh, all of them. So I mean, that's 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 really really fun to watch this year. Uh, and and I'm glad that I, I was I've been, been paying a lot more attention this year. But it's hard. It's hard with all these games going on every night. Um, but another big big story, Ovechkin. Uh, I know my my stat may be a little a little delayed here, so I apologize if it is. But uh, I believe he has 806 goals right now. Maybe a couple more if he scored some last night or something like that, or if he scored some tonight. Um, but uh, he's got 806 goals. He's on the way to 894. And Wayne Gretzky has even talked about this because mm. it's his it's his record. Uh, and and I mean it's it's most likely going to be broken and. Uh, you know that Ovechkin and his whole team is is thinking about it, um, and it's it's incredible. He's he's one of those players. I was so happy to see him win uh, back. You know, man, that's been a little while now. I wanted to say a couple yeah. of years ago, but that's like maybe five years ago or something close yeah. to it. I mean, but it was a lot of fun uh, to watch him and to watch him win it for the first time for for Washington. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up. You brought up the the Kraken. They're in the same division uh, as. The Golden Knights, who were the first time, or you know, a, a, a first year team, the year that the yep. Washington uh, Capitals won the, the Stanley Cup, beating the the Golden Knights. So that, that yep. was an amazing story. Now seeing the Golden Knights still being a top team in their conference, uh, and I believe they're in the top of their their division right now. Uh, so I mean, they're 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 looking really good still. They're they're able to keep that alive. And then the Kraken, brand new, the first time first year team. And they're third in their division right now. I mean, that's that's tough to do. Um, but getting back to Ovechkin, an amazing player. I was so happy to see him him win it. I, I can't think of many guys more deserving than him. Uh, and and even for this this record, no doubt, Josh. Uh, a guy that look, we know the, the Washington has the Wizards, and they have the Nats, right? And 
it doesn't get a whole lot of love as a sports They don't even really league. have a football team, though, do they? Uh, they, got, they got, well, can't call them the Redskins <laughs> anymore, but uh, they have the Commanders. They have them counties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, We're going to get banned for me saying that, aren't I? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, so it, it doesn't get a lot of love as a sports city. Like, when I went to D.C., man, like, it's it's you know it's it's political it's a political city right and that's why a lot of the big stars leave dc bryce harper uh you know i think john wall was miserable there i don't think he liked it um, i'm surprised bradley bill stayed there but a lot of the big stars leave juan soto he just left last year so you look at ovechkin man and where's he been at his career, man, Washington, and and he delivered a title. And I look at this guy, man, and and you don't really in today's sports you don't see guys stay with one franchise. Uh, you you see them moving around. What's the best way I can win a championship? I'm gonna go here, then I'm gonna go there, and hopefully I can get a ring or two. And you see this guy, he's done it. He's been at the top of the league. He puts the puck in the net. And, you know, you want to see him break this record. But, but the thing about it is, man, is like you're, you're – a lot of people look at him as kind of like this era's – a goat of this era. Yeah, and I sure. know there's been other players and everything, so I don't want to just come out and say the goat. Uh, but, you know. One of them so, for sure. No doubt, man. And people are rooting for him. And you want to see him break the goat, okay? Yeah. Uh, you want to see the record get broken because uh, records are meant to be broken. So, yeah. and it's it's historic. It's fun, and it's another one of yeah. those stories that grabs your attention. And again, I think the NHL is another one of those. I don't think the NHL has ever gotten the love it deserves, really, because we we've been no, talking about it this whole time. I I think the NHL is you know and and i hated it too because I, I fell away from hockey a lot when we were younger we were diehards i i know uh well I, I don't know him anymore but i know i knew quite a few so i knew uh sam gagne he's a he's a big nhl player we knew him personally pretty well uh and stephen camphor he's a he's a pretty big uh, he was on the uh, usa captain this year uh and max Pacioretty, he uh, he's actually expected to make a debut after having his achilles uh surgery with the hurricanes now so uh, so that, that'll be fun to watch him. You know, so we, we knew quite a few of these guys. That's how big we were into hockey. My, my uncle uh, was good enough that he could have gone to the NHL. And uh, then, of course, he, his best friend, we've been down to his best friend's house uh, in the past. And his best friend, uh, uh, Jed Ordmeyer, uh, that was that was his, his best friend. He was in the NHL for a long time. So my, my family, we, we, we loved hockey for a long time. Uh, and, of course, my uncle, would, would, would he would probably have a heart attack if he heard uh, you know, how much I fell away from it when we moved down to Indiana, there really wasn't anything hockey down there. And, yeah. you know, so we didn't, we didn't get to watch the local team here where we met a lot of those guys, uh, here in Sioux city. Um, but you know, uh, the last few years I finally realized like, man, I, I, I fell away from hockey. I need to start watching it again. And it's, it's one of those, those, those sports that there's a lot of regions like Indiana, for example, just because they don't really have a, a pro team or anything. And they really don't have a whole lot of hockey teams at all. But hockey is definitely in the NHL. It's one of those sports, uh, and and the NHL being a league that does. I don't think it's ever really gotten the respect it deserves. And 
you know, for, for the tight races, like, like we see this year, I think that's one of the reasons why I think it deserves a little bit more respect for, for how fun the game is. Not only that, but how tough the players are. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw it, but I, I just released it for, you know, I, I saw the story. So I, I put that graphic out for, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name now. Um, but the Winnipeg player, uh, who, man, I, that's killing me. I'm, I'm, I'm bad tonight. I keep on forgetting, getting players <laughs> names and stuff. Um, oh. Blake Wheeler. Uh, I, I knew, I knew, I, I knew, it, yeah. but, uh, Blake Wheeler, his, his injury, he's, he's supposed to play, I think tonight, if I remember right. Uh, and he just back in December, he had a ruptured oh. testicle. Oh. I mean, that's, and he came back to finish the game in the third period with oh. a ruptured testicle. And, and I'm sorry if that's too graphic for, for some listeners hearing that, but oh my goodness, just count me out. I'm done. It just, <laughs> but that's how tough these guys are. And they don't, they don't give enough credit. And I think a lot of times people, people will look at the NHL too. And they think, well, they're only out there for maybe 15, 20 seconds at a time. They're gliding around on ice. No, that, that stuff is, is intense. That takes muscles. You don't even know are going to be cramping when you're skating around that fast, that hard hitting each other. Hockey is an underrated sport, and the the athletes are underrated for sure. The speed of the game is just fun to me too, um, but you know it's it's definitely one that I, I hope that I can have a passion for it the way I used to because it's 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 an amazing sport. Uh, and uh, Uncle Chad, if you if you're hearing me, I'm 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 getting back on the train, all right. And I'm, I'm rooting for your Rangers, uh, you know. But yeah, it's 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 an it's a wonderful sport, and it, it is fun to see. I think that's what's drawn it back for a lot for some people is seeing guys like Ovechkin get get his his uh, championship. You know, a few years ago, of course, his he finally gets a cup, and then uh, now with with the record and everything, it's it's a lot of fun to see stuff like that. Yeah, Josh, real quick, man, uh, could you imagine fighting on skates? I could on ice, but uh, <laughs> that, that 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 you know, me and my buddies, we were. We were, we were playing the video game the other day, and, and we're all in a party, and they're talking about what's the hardest sport, right? And I was like, you know, I'm just kind of off in the distance listening, and, of course, they're like golf, baseball, you know, and they're just back and forth arguing, and I'm like, hockey. Yeah. And they're like, hockey. And I was like, absolutely. And I was like, could you imagine putting on all this gear, right, then putting on these skates that are ridiculously heavy, all right, and you have to skate around on frozen ice, stop on a dime, worry about somebody clobbering you off your feet, all right, then you have to control a little black puck with a stick while you're doing all of this, all right, and and that's that it's it's they make it look easy. I mean, that, that stuff easy. is so hard. Just shooting it, shooting it. I was laughing, uh, during, uh, I think it was New Year's Eve. We went out to the Sioux City Musketeers here. It's a USHL team. That's, that's yeah. where we met a lot of the players and stuff that ended up going off the NHL. But we, so we go to watch them and, uh, it, it was just funny because you see guys go out there in the intermission and they're supposed to make a shot from like half ice and yeah. you just got to make a shot, you know, just hit, hit the, hit the goal. You know, and or or even like there's some where it's like a small little hole, like you got to try to squeeze it in there, but you're pretty far away. Yeah. And people go up there like, oh, I can make this easy. And I was just laughing at people because you you can tell that they're thinking that, and then they actually try it. And there was one guy, he didn't even get close to the net. It was like way off onto the left, like not even it's close, different. like a mile away. It, it's it's a difficult sport, and I don't think the guys get enough uh, recognition for how hard no the sport is for sure. No doubt. 
But let's go ahead and jump into the NFL. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL real quick and some of the playoff scenarios. It's coming down. Uh, first of all, I do want to uh, mention, I know I mentioned it the other night, but DeMar Hamlin, uh, some really good news coming coming from him. He's now responsive. He's able to breathe on his own now. Uh, he was able to communicate. I think it was yesterday, able to communicate writing to the doctors. And now he was able to, to join his team's meeting and FaceTime and tell him tell them all that he loves them. It's it's an amazing story. I mean, that just it was one that I I really was I was having a hard time even talking about it. I don't I, I don't think it showed, and I, I hope it didn't. But I got really teary eyed just thinking about the situation because that's scary, you know. And and ultimately it comes down to that. You know, we we talk about all the scenarios. What's going to happen with the Buffalo Bills and the the Bengals now if since they're not playing this game? But and, you know, and there's a lot of people still giving the NFL flack for not getting this game back uh, resumed. But mm-hmm. and you know, and I've even seen some remarks about it wasn't necessary to cancel the game in the in the first place. But what we have to realize is this is don't don't sit here and compare it to your job because for one, let's let's say that you had a job and somebody collapsed and they were dead for a few minutes on right in front of you on on uh, wherever it was that you you were working. Unless you're working in a hospital, if if you were working there, they're gonna send the entire place home. They're shutting the place down. So for people that are trying to compare it to a job for one that would happen they would send you home they may even send you home for several days um not only that but also we have to realize it's not comparable to a job this is just a game don't 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 think that these guys don't realize this is just a game they they realize how blessed they are to play a game and get paid money for it uh now some of them may may want more money and trying to work out their contracts that's different they recognize that this is just a game Every one of those players that was out there that didn't get to go finish that game. So, but just to get back to Demar Hamlin, it's it's really exciting uh, to be able to see him uh, finally responsive, and it looks like he's in an upward trajectory, uh, which is really good. I'm, I'm not sure if he'll ever be able to play the game of football again, uh, so that's really sad. Um, but I'm I'm really happy to see that he's okay, uh, especially. So something I want to bring out, uh, and then I'll I'll let you talk about it too here in a second, Blake. Yeah. But something I don't think that's brought out enough, and I I did see someone I forget. Who it was? It might have been on the NFL Network, um, but I did see someone that that he was bringing up. Hey, this is who Demar is. So Demar Hamlin, for those who don't know, he grew up in a a, a very very tough place to to grow up and be successful. Uh, you think of guys that grew up in the hood. That's to the extreme where he grew up at. He did not. He wasn't really given a whole lot of chances as far as the environment that he lived in. He grew up in a very rough situation and made something. Of himself that's amazing in of itself and now you know to to see him and his success and where he's come come from and to make it here and the amazing story he's able to tell people because of that that's 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 what we should be focused on not not all this bull crap about what's the what's the nfl gonna do stop just realize this is a human being that, that was just playing a game and excited about where he's at uh, in life, and that's that's what happened to him. But uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you you talk on it too, Blake. Man, Monday night, I was watching the game. I was in the I was in the bed uh, with my daughter and my wife, and it happened. And I immediately told my wife, I was like, you know what, uh, get Emma, like, 
like I don't want her even really just seeing this, okay? Like just kind of take her into the living room or whatever. And of course my daughter looks at me and she's like, Daddy, Daddy, like like what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, you know, nothing. All right. Because I'm about to be 32 years old, Josh. And my my thing with this is, man, is like I immediately got on Twitter and the video had already hit Twitter. Yeah. And I said, take the video off the Internet, like like just stop sharing it. Stop pushing it across feeds. It's it's just awful. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it again. Nothing. I never want to experience that again. And the fact that Jamar Hamlin is 24 years old, man. He's a year younger and, than me. Dude, I, I watched him when he got up and he adjusted his helmet, his face mask. And when he fell, I knew. I was like, oh, no, like this isn't good, you know. And, and to the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals and the training staffs who immediately got there to work on him, and to the training staffs who – were in shock, but immediately started the CPR for not freezing up and saving a 24 year old's life. Let me well, tell and, you something, Josh. And, uh, I, real quick, I just want to give a shout out because I, I don't. I think this name needs to be brought up everywhere. Uh, Kenny, uh, or sorry, Denny Kellington. Uh, he was yep. the trainer that came out and performed CPR on him. So I think I think his name needs to be shout out because. That like you like it, I think you were just mentioning there that was a moment of life and death literally, and yes. he may have he just within how fast they reacted, uh, and then there was there was another girl too I don't know if she was named or not I didn't see anything uh, about her but uh, she was the one that ran off and got the defibrillator got got stuff out there ready to go and and that that reaction time that that couple of seconds saved a man's life. A man who was just playing a game, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you keep on going. I just wanted to bring up his name while no. we were on the subject of what he was doing. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, and what I want to say, Josh, is is pro athletes they get a lot of a lot of criticism, and and oh, they're overpaid, and they don't deserve that much money, and and blah 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 blah. You know, you hear it every day. Look, man, Demar Hamlin is not a paid actor. Okay, it's not a show. All right, it it's a game, but it's a game where you risk your life. You can die at any second. All right, all it took was a hit to the chest, Josh. That's it. It looked like a normal hit. All right, it looked like an everyday hit that we see on Sunday, and it stopped his heart. All right, they're not robots. They're dudes who work their ass off every day and when i mean every day you see a three hour window of what they do all right you think it's all just uh sunshine and rainbows and and oh they sit on the couch and eat potato chips wrong when they're at home they're working out right in the off season yeah they might take a vacation for a week or two but guess what it's right back to the lab all right they bust their tails josh and all the work that they put in man and that's all it takes. And for somebody who wants to get on here and, you know, argue about why it happened, none of that matters. All right. You, 
why are you arguing on the internet? All you should be doing is praying that when all of this happened, that this kid lives. And by God, thank you uh, to to the Cincinnati Medical Center uh, for for saving this kid's life. I know he is still in the hospital, but he is awake and he is talking to the team. And it just seems like he gets better and better every day. And that was one of the biggest things with me, man, is like people immediately just started in with their takes and wanting to get on the Internet and say, oh, well, this is why it happened. And, uh, you know, uh, people even wanted to blame T. Higgins for the hit and lowering his helmet. Like, get out of here with all that garbage. Like this dude literally come out of the locker room the other night, Josh, holding his mom because he was like, I have to live with that. If he passes away, I have to live with that for the rest of my life. I have to live with that. And it's just like, like, and, and let's, let's Skip be Bayless. honest. He, he had nothing to do with it either. So no, I mean, anybody no. who isn't, I, I, I saw those too. And there was even some, some comments literally saying that, you know, you should be in prison and going that far. Just that's, that's ridiculous, just, man. You have no idea what went on if that's if that's your mindset, uh, and that's just that's ridiculous to even go anywhere near that. And Josh, you know, like a lot of people had it out for Skip Bayless, and and look, whatever side of the tweet you were on, uh, you know, it is what it is. All right, but Skip, if you ever hear this, just think before you hit send. Okay. Well, I I don't even necessarily have a, a anything wrong with his tweet in general. For the fact that you know it was ill-timed, absolutely. Yes, that uh, that know, is my well, thing with it. Yeah, but because everyone was wondering, well, well, dang, like what what does the NFL do with this? You know, like because yeah. I I was I was on I was thinking that right right away when it first happened. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. but yeah, that's that was kind of on the back burner of my you know of my thoughts. Of course, exactly. first and foremost, I was worried about Demar, um, yeah. and that's just it wasn't even that, but it was the fact that uh, you know whatever the next day or two days later he doubles down on what he said and, and when he said it and he he doesn't find anything wrong with that but that's that's the big thing with skip i just he's <laughs> man a puke. you know and and th that's my thing is like the timing is like think before you hit sin yeah. we're not worried because like as soon as it happened i got a i got a group text man i immediately i said cancel the game right now cancel the game oh, yeah. like and then the NFL, the audacity of the NFL to say you have five minutes to go to the sideline and warm up. All right. Like what? Yeah. It's one, it's one thing if they knew that he was responsive, maybe he's able to yeah. hold up his hand or something like that and give it a thumbs up. That's one thing because that's an ease. But these players, they think he might be dead right now. Yeah. He, they he, literally he had might, to watch their teammate give he, CPR. Like we, we may never see his face again. That's what's going yeah. through their mind right now. And you're going to expect them to go out and play. No, that's ridiculous. Anybody who thought that they should resume that game, man, I, I, I don't really have a whole lot of respect for your opinions. Whatsoever. The NFL, the NFL thought they should resume it. The and, NFL and I, said, I think, I think that that may, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. No, there's, there's really no benefit uh, to any doubt. I mean, I just, that's horrible uh, to, to be thinking that, 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 that they should just be able to go back out there for either team. Um, but, and, yeah, go ahead. Josh, one thing I did want to say before wrapping it up, man, is uh, how crazy is it when DeMar woke up, man, uh, in writing, he asked who won the football game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just that, – that I mean, dude. you almost lost your life, and you wake up. 
I mean, I don't think he knew that he almost lost his life, but still, I mean, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's the love of the game, right there. Yeah, that that's the first thing you come you come to is is who won the game. All right, like he's allowed to think that. (laughs) Yeah, he is. We're not. That is like. I mean, what a what a what a guy, man. What a guy to. Yeah. uh, That's what you ask. I mean, that is. You know, th- that was chills, man. It sent chills up my spine, my yeah. entire body, because I just said, this right here, man, what a dude, man. What a 24-year-old dude. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I'm just so glad for him. Another name, too. I want to throw out Dan or- Orlovsky. I, I just I have oh, a lot man. more respect for that dude. So that was something I was saying that I'm 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 really tired of hearing. Like, I... I like to hear thoughts and prayers, but I know some people that they don't that they they don't even believe in God. So what yep. is what is your prayer? What what do you mean by lifting up prayers? That that kind of frustrates me inside, um, because I'm going to tell you. I, I mean, I'm not trying to not trying to, to boast or anything. I don't don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I literally said a prayer. I I, I sat there and bowed my head in prayer for Demar because that scared me. You know that, mm-hmm. and I, I mentioned that a little bit on our last episode. Uh, but you know where I I, I just. I have a passion for for football, and it's it's easy to forget that these are human beings out on that field. Um, so just you know, I, I, I huge respect for for Dan Orlovsky for that, no doubt. for doing that. I mean, that could have got him fired, honestly, because that's that's controversial in today's age. Uh, on so, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but let's go no ahead doubt. and dive in real quick to the NFL. We'll just touch on this real fast. Um, it's it is it is getting exciting. So there's five teams in the AFC right now, uh, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Bengals, Ravens, and the Chargers. They already earned their spot in the playoffs, um, but that means that there's two that are kind of up for grabs. If the season's done today, that goes to the Jackson Jacksonville Jaguars and the New England Patriots. Mm. But the Miami Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans are right there on the bubble trying to enter into the playoffs, uh, so they, they need a little bit. Uh, to be able to win that. So with the AFC South, uh, see, so it looks, so the the Titans and the Jaguars are going to play on Saturday. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so the the Jags will take the division uh, with a win or a tie. I had to write all this out to to remember it all because it's a lot of, a lot of moving pieces. So the Jags have to, to win or tie uh, Mm -hmm. where, where the Titans need a win. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's no doubt the Titans need a win. So pretty much yep. the winner of that game can can secure their spot uh, and, and kind of break the tiebreaker between them. Um, whereas if it's a tie, it goes to the Jags because they win the tiebreaker. Um, yep. And then so then the Jags could also secure wild card place uh, if they lose and the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins, Patriots and Steelers all lose. So all three of them have to lose if the the Jags lose. Uh, so that's that's quite a quite a bit of, of moving pieces there. I had to write all this stuff down to, to try to remember it all. But it, there's a lot of moving pieces. So pretty much what 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 is boiling down to is we have the Jags, the Titans, uh, the Patriots, the Dolphins, and the Steelers. Those five teams are fighting for the last two spots uh, in the AFC there. So uh, a, a lot going on there. Um, but that's kind of that's kind of it for the AFC. Who do you think out of those uh, those five teams? Who do you think has uh, the best chance, or maybe who you, who are you picking to take those last two spots? Well, I, I think the Jags are going to win. So um, I like uh, the Jags Saturday, uh, and just the job that has 
been done there. I mean, absolutely ridiculous after what happened last year. Uh, but, man, I know I might get catch a little flack over this, but I want to see Kenny Pickett in the Steelers, man. I, I do like that. Kenny Pickett and uh, George Pickens, that they, they've, been, they've been fun to watch when they're on fire. Yeah, Najee, man, and, and yeah. them, you know, just grinding one out and, and um against Baltimore the other night. I you know Well and honestly, I, I don't I don't think the Patriots are gonna be able to beat the Bills. Unless the Bills just lay down and let them win. Uh, I just I no, don't know. No laying down. All right. There's no way they lay down after just no. after what just happened. Oh no, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're no they're, way they lay they're, down. They're probably they're probably even if even if uh, like I could see somebody like Stephon Diggs as, as emotional as he was. I could yeah. see him breaking his leg and still going out there and playing. <laughs> yeah, just, no I mean, way they lay no. down. Uh, yes, so, I mean, I, uh, yeah. I don't think the Patriots are going to win, so I don't think they're getting in there. I want to see Kenny Pickett, man. Like Mike Tomlin never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. And like, then, did you know that Josh never had a losing season? Yeah, yeah. that's that's insane, that bro. Like. Give me Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. I want to see I him guess, in the playoffs, man. I, I didn't. I didn't piece that together that Kenny Pickett's been a pit guy this this whole time yeah. in his career. Yeah, this whole time. Yeah, I, I, I don't That's know why insane. that never clicked in my head, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Dolphins. They have to go against the Jets. I think the Jets look really. They, they look like garbage right now. Mike White did not play good at all. Uh, their defense isn't playing good. I. I mean, they messed it all up, man. They did. Yeah, I mean, well, and and I mean. Now, I mean, if the, if the I think the Dolphins win that game uh, ultimately. So, I mean, I would like to see the Steelers and uh, you know the the Steelers and the Jags make it in, uh, just because the Jags, for example, you know, I, I like the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing. He's playing yeah. just lights out lately, uh, doing a really good job. Um, but I, I kind of see the Dolphins being able to squeeze their way in. Uh, I didn't I didn't write down what all has to happen for the Dolphins. Um, but if they don't make it in, do you think? They fire uh, their head coach. Why am I drawing? A, I'm drawing a blank on too many guys' names. McDaniel's. Yeah, Mike McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, yeah old, um, old McDaniel's had a farm. Why? 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 Why would you fire him? Because like, he didn't make it to the playoffs with that hot start. Yeah, but everything that happened, you had to go through 78 Tua concussions and and all of the <laughs> way their front office handled that and all that. Like, why would you? You know, like, dude, look, the Dolphins, you did this to yourself, though, in my opinion, because of the way you handled the Tua concussion, okay? And you kind of buried yourself after that. I don't know. I, I could get some some flack about that. I don't know. Like, I just – I don't think this is Mike McDaniel's fault. Uh, and then, you know, Tua comes down with another concussion, and, and it's just uh, you had to sit your quarterback, which is now the right thing you, you do because you should have done it earlier in the year. But I don't think you fire the man. Like, you're in a great spot, I don't think man. so either. Like, you're in a great spot. This is what buries franchises, all right? This is what buries franchises. You fire him, buried franchise, all right? You're going to go down to the dumps. Don't do it just yet. I don't know, man. I, I just I, I, when I saw that the other day, when I saw that report, I was like, no way. But they're serious. Yeah, yeah they're, serious they're serious about it. They're serious. Uh, so I mean, that's the, that's the main reason why I hope they make it in. Uh, just yeah. because I don't I don't want to see them, you know, lose lose old McDaniel's had a farm. Um, but let's let's move over to the NFC. 
Uh, so the Giants secured theirs. And man, Daniel Jones finally does getting the, the respect that I think he deserves. Yeah, he's a goofy looking quarterback as far as like just not really athletic looking. But honestly, I see so much Eli in him, really. And I've I've said that since the wow. day he was he was drafted. I see a lot of Eli, just a more mobile Eli, because he's just he's got that goofy long stride that just mm-hmm. carries him. And you know he's he's kind of a, a mobile Eli, not quite as good yet. But you know mm-hmm. I, I get that he's not as good passing wise. But I see a lot of Eli in him, just not super athletic, but he can <laughs> deliver the ball. Uh, and so he's finally getting the respect he deserves. They were all cheering for him, standing ovation. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was so happy yep. to see that for him because he is one of those guys that he was drafted high, and I think he was drafted high for a reason. I don't think that they were just closed their eyes and threw their threw a dart at a dartboard and said, "Oh, that's the guy we're going yep. with." I think there was a good reason, and and it's it's finally showing. Uh, and and I, I'm happy for him. But the the Giants in the in the playoffs for the first time since 2007. Uh, what about um? Remember the um, the boat pick with Odell and everything? Yeah. And just how bad a look they had after that? Yeah. Like, I, oh, mean, I feel bad too. Man, my, 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 my guy, Sterling Shepard, just hasn't been the same ever since that. He was going to be, he was going to be so good. And then, yeah, just the injury bug hit him all of a sudden. And it was because of that stupid yacht pick. Hey, the, the, the yacht pick. And now, like you said, man, you got a At guy like Daniel know. Jones. At least, at least we know now. You know, don't take a stupid picture like that. Keep your shirts on, you buffoon. How about Saquon? Saquon, Saquon. man, and he was Coming healthy back. pretty much all year. He got yes. a little banged up, but he was really healthy all year. That was he's he he did phenomenal for me in fantasy, and I got a little I, I got a little well. redemption too in fantasy because of uh I I, I need to talk to to Larry our commissioner. I, I'm not sure exactly what he did. I think he just wiped out the last week uh and it, it's basically pushing everything forward um so oh, yeah. i so i still got a shot i don't think i was gonna win uh you know and uh, uh, kind of irony i had damar hamlin i picked him up on my defensive side because we got three defensive players uh, and i really? had damar hamlin um but so i had damar hamlin still in i had uh mcpherson as my kicker and i had jamar chase but he wow. had the other guy had uh josh allen so i was like yeah oh, wow i gotta i gotta just hope for the Bengals offense just go off, you know, and that's, yeah. that's all I could hope for. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I think I was going to lose that match and now I got a, I got redemption. So I got another, another week. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I think this is, I think this is a semifinal. So next week would be the finals. So it's, oh, it's wow. exciting, but ours is done. So <laughs> how, how did you end up finishing off? Dude, I, I lost in the first round, man. Oh, dang. You were doing so good in the beginning, too. You started yeah. off like 6 or 7-0, and 0, didn't you? Yeah, dominated. Like, yeah. ended up being the, That was me last year. Last year, I was I killing I, guys, too. Like, killing them by like 40, yeah. 50 points every week. Like, yeah, you guys suck. And then the injuries hit me, and I just I kept on losing ever since. Lamar, out. He was my quarterback. Um, who else did I lose? Oh, yeah, Debo Samuel, out. Yeah. Uh, so, like. I mean, I was just done, man. I had McCaffrey, Saquon, Debo, Lamar. Uh, I was stacked, man, like stacked, stacked. And, uh, you know, injuries happened, and I ended up – oh, yeah, I know how I lost real quick. Uh, the snow game with Buffalo and Miami. Yeah. Every fantasy guy was like, oh, yeah, sit Jalen Waddle, sit Jalen Waddle. It's going to be like six inches, uh, 12 inches of snow on the field and everything like 
and I turn the game on, and it's no snow anywhere in sight. And I was like, oh, no. And then Waddle went for like 130. Because didn't they I move that like, game over to Detroit? No, they played that one in Buffalo. Was that one in Buffalo? What? I thought there was one game yeah. where they moved it over to Detroit or something like that. But I think they did move one, but they played that Miami and Buffalo game in Buffalo yeah. that night because they said that the forecast. I do changed. remember that one being one it, that I was like kind of looking and and trying because I had Tyreek. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let, let's let's jump in NFC. We've got man, like there's really it, it really it comes down. I I mentioned this uh, the other night, uh, but it really mm-hmm. comes down to the Packers Detroit Lions. Uh, so so the Eagles. I'm really rooting for them. I hope they get that number one. So they just need a win so they can they can w- get that number one seed. Um, yep. I'm I'm so proud of the Eagles and what they've done because that's that's the team I chose in the beginning of the season. That was kind of my my dark horse. I was like I I really see it, you know, and, and I and I did, uh, and and I said that because of Jalen Hurts. I think he's just a phenomenal leader and he's a workaholic. So he's he's gonna do something. And then uh, on top of that, I just I just saw all the pieces that they're they're doing. Trying to work things around in the in the uh, off season, you know, that their defense is good, and so I just I, I saw I saw a lot, and of course they've got just a stacked offense. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So I, I picked them. I'm really really happy to see them this far. I hope they they they're able to win. Uh, so they just need to beat the Giants uh, just to be able to get in, or Dallas losing uh, to the to the Commanders. So that that's pretty much it there. But then uh, it really comes down to Detroit and Green Bay, uh, and man, like I. I'm hoping that the Seahawks lose because they play before. I'm hoping the Seahawks lose so it comes down to the winner gets in. That's it, you know, and that's that's going to be really exciting to see. Aaron Rodgers, Packers, no way he's losing. No, I don't think so. With the playoffs on the line, but I mean, I just come. But well, so really, the Packers and the Lions, the winner of that game gets in if that's the game. Everyone else, everyone else who's in the playoffs, they're kind of shaken because, man, like I'd rather play the Detroit Lions for sure, but they're hot right now. They yeah. look good would right you, now. Would you rather play the Lions? I would because I don't want to play Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Yeah, unless I'm the 49ers. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's 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 just a, a great game. Uh, but that's pretty much it on the NFC side to, to pay attention to. If if the Seahawks mm-hmm. lose and the Lions win, the Lions get in. But if the Seahawks win. Uh, then the Green Green Bay has to win to get in, and that's pretty much it. So it's a it's yeah. a win and in. They move that to a Sunday night football game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's go ahead and bring this one up real quick. The WBC, uh, which is uh, let me click on my notes again because I forget what it is. World Boxing Council. I didn't even have to look at my notes. I, I started to click over there, but I didn't even get there. <laughs> but World Bo- World Boxing Council. I always want to say commission, um, but they they're introducing a category for transgender fighters. Uh, I personally think that this is the right move because if we're being honest and we're being just a hundred percent factual, just giving, giving only facts and just being honest about the situation. If we start to let transgenders enter into whatever category they want, they're going, we're going to see women getting the snot beat out of them and possibly, I mean, in something like boxing, you're going to see them killed. So, I mean, I think, Overall, I think this is the right move just because if you're going to have transgenders, uh, you know, maybe that's insensitive to say, if you're going to have people who are transgender, I don't know, I don't really know the, the, the politically correct way to say that, but if you're going to have trans fighters, you have to have a category for them to where 
they're still included and able to, to able to join in the sport, but not killed or injured badly. Uh, so that's that's pretty much where I stand on it. But it, I mean, it just kind of it, it them making this move proves that they see the difference here and uh, and the significance of that. And so I, I think that's the right move. If if we're gonna be going this direction, anyways, we better make a new category for it. But I'll, I'll let you have your rant. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's the right move, Josh. Um, look, I mean, is, is a female competing uh, with Usain Bolt? Absolutely not. So, you know, the change. It's you're still you're still running against Usain Bolt. All right. So make your own division. All right. I mean, that's all we can do because look, if you if you if you get in the ring, and there's a clear disadvantage. Okay. Well, and, and yeah, and it, I I want to be clear with that too because we're talking we're not talking top tier woman against bottom tier man, just average man. We're talking yeah. top tier man against top tier woman. All right, yeah. and and however you want to however you want to put that you know put either that way phrase just top tier against top tier. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. You take somebody in the top tier in MMA or boxing, that's a lot different than swimming where we have a bottom tier guy beat all these these women. You know, yeah. we, we we saw how that happened with Leah Thomas. Now you're you're not ta- we're not talking about a sport that's just swimming through the water and that's it. We're talking about a sport where fists are flying and and heads are bouncing off a canvas. That's dangerous and- in of itself, let alone th- this top tier man against the top tier woman. That that's yeah. That's horrible. And my thing is, is like, so take the UFC, Josh. All right, you're Amanda Nunez. You're at the top of the UFC. Okay, you're the you're the dog. All right, you're the hunted of the UFC. How would you feel if a if a person who was born as a male, all right, transitioned and then come in and took your title? To me, that's disrespect. All right, to me, that's a slap in the face to female fighters. So yeah. you know what you do? You make your own division because we're, let's be honest, we're at that point where it's, it's, it's in the country. It's in the world. Like it is what it is. Like, uh, people can get on the internet and argue about it and say their piece on all of it, you know, whatever it's here. So make your own division, compete as you will. And I just don't want to see, uh, a male, make the transition and then go in and start, you know, dominating that side of things. It totally defeats the, the purpose of title nine, all kinds of things. So, I mean, that's, that's a big thing for me, uh, without getting into anything political, I don't want to bring politics into this show really necessarily, except whenever it starts declining like this, I I think, you know, like, like, like we mentioned, I think, uh, that's, that's just the right direction to go. Um, if, Mm -hmm. if we're going to have these fighters wanting to fight, we need to we need to have some sort of safeguard for for literal health and safety. Uh, so that's that's really what all it boils down to. No doubt. But uh, let's go ahead and jump in real quick, just because I don't want to go too much longer. But we're going to have to talk about this <laughs> national championship game. Uh, I'm hoping we can try to jump on before. I'll go there with you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping we can jump on before uh, and and uh, get into this game a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe on Sunday or Monday or something like that we'll we'll try to jump in. But uh, th- th- this is this is huge. I mean, I you think of of the TCU Horned Frogs all season long. 
They started off the season. They were they were they were doing good, but nobody really bought into them because like what are you, what are you doing? You know, like you're, you're just you're you're making your way through the Big Twelve. Sonny Dykes is a first year head coach. He's just on a hot hot start, and that's it. We we saw what happened to Brent Venables. He was on a hot streak too. Look how that ended for him. But honestly, I think Oklahoma is the one that that opened eyes to TCU because TCU beat Kansas and a good good Kansas team. Don't take that away from him. But you know, so so TCU beats Kansas. And still nothing, you know, there's, they, they don't even, that doesn't even, that doesn't even affect anybody, but yep. then they beat Oklahoma. Okay. Well, Oklahoma, even on their down year, Oklahoma's no joke. So maybe yep. we need to pay attention to these guys. And of course, I think they got a lot of hate throughout the season. They weren't ranked very high throughout the season because they were, they were winning close games, but that fourth quarter, that third and fourth quarter, they were pulling out ahead and they were winning and they won 12 straight games. So, I mean, now they're sitting here, you know, of course, I, I I was on the side. I get it because they didn't win their conference championship game. But when you compare them to the other teams that, that would be going in, we're talking about a two-loss Alabama uh, or possibly at the time we were thinking possibly like if, US, if USC would have won. But, you know, and then, of course, USC being a conference championship champion. But, you know, we're, we're talking two-loss teams. I, I get that, but how do you penalize a team for making it to their conference championship game and playing a hell of a game? But how do you penalize them for playing one extra game? And that's that's where I think that I think the committee chose right. I think they put the right team in there, and it proved it, it proved to be the right way because they yeah. came out and they they upset Michigan. I I was rooting for them, and I had a gut feeling that they would be able to pull that game off. But deep inside, I was thinking, I don't think I don't think they're going to really pull it off though. I think that's just me being optimistic. But they they did it. They did it against a very good uh, Michigan team who who fought, but they just made too many too many mistakes. Uh, and so I guess what what's your key for TCU to win this game, Blake? Well, um, honestly, my key is for TCU. You have one job, and that's to stop the run. Uh, you're gonna have to show up like you did against Michigan. Uh, switch your looks up. And you're going to have to stop Georgia in between the tackles. Uh, it's it's going to be physical on physical. Uh, Michigan said that TCU wasn't physical. They were going to show them ma- uh, smash mouth football. And uh, I think another big thing to Josh is TCU can't make mistakes like they did the other night against Michigan. The two balls off the receiver's hands. Look, yeah, that's, that's Monday funny. night. Monday night, those have to be caught because yeah. if you give Georgia uh, free opportunities, you're in trouble. All right, this 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 is different than Michigan. I okay? mean, Georgia Georgia <laughs> played a great game against Ohio State, who didn't turn it over, and yep. they were able to just completely destroy their defense. Their yep. defense didn't know what to do with that that Ohio State offense, and that was without uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, without, I mean, uh, Igbuka had a pretty good game, but Marvin Harrison ends up getting out of the game, and they're they're still moving the ball. So I mean, it's just, yeah, that that absolutely, you 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 can't turn over the ball whatsoever, not even once. And I think TCU is going to score on Georgia. I do, yeah. I really do. Uh, one thing that gives Georgia fits is uh, physical receivers, big speed uh, on the outside. We saw that with Marvin Harrison Jr. and you know. I think TCU is going to score, man. Now, the one thing that does scare me, Josh, is 
we saw in the second half last week against Michigan, TCU's defense was pure gassed. Both defenses were gassed. Uh, but uh, given the ball, given given the shots over the top and the deep balls over the top, TCU can't have that. Not Monday night. Uh, if you start giving Stetson Bennett deep balls over the top, uh, Ohio State had the busted coverage the other night that got Georgia back into the game. Uh, that can't happen. You have to play an A-plus game Monday night. Uh, limit the turnovers. Stop the run. Make Stetson Bennett do it again. Make Stetson Bennett release his arm. Uh, show him, uh, show everybody, the country, that that he can beat you with his arm. You have to let, you have to put the pressure on Stetson. Uh, and then we know Max Duggan. I mean, man, I just, I really don't think Georgia's going to slow him down like people say they are. Well, uh, even his slow games, I think Michigan was a slow game for him, honestly. And he was yeah. still, and he, it was mainly a lot of the reason was because of his receivers dropping stuff. And, yeah. um, but that was a slow game for him and he was still a huge impact uh, and, oh, and really a key to the victory there. But personally, I think the, old, the, the biggest key for, for TCU is you have to force Georgia to make mistakes because mm. they didn't make a whole lot of mistakes against Ohio state, but those mm-hmm. mistakes got them into a very close kind of a lucky, really a lucky win when it all boils down to it. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, it's, it's, you have to, you have to make them make mistakes. Uh, if Georgia Absolutely. doesn't make mistakes, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to win this game. If Georgia doesn't make mistakes, Georgia wouldn't even be playing in this game. If Kirby smart doesn't get that timeout off. Yeah, absolutely. On the fake punt. Uh, yeah. if Kirby doesn't call that, it's, it's night, night, Ohio state TCU. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a hell of a call from Kirby, but I, I do agree with you, man. Uh, TCU is going to have to they, look, I know they had two pick sixes the other night. Uh, JJ, you know, I mean, he, he had to eat crow. So, uh, I think they're going to have to have another performance like that where they force Stetson into turning the ball over, maybe get a special teams play, a block punt, block field goal, something like that, man. Uh, TCU is going to have to make a play that swings their way for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's, that's pretty much all what we're, we'll cut it off there just cause like I said, I'll hope we can jump on again and talk a little more in depth absolutely. about that game, especially after we know, uh, you know, for, for sure, some of the, lineups and stuff like that because uh yeah kendra miller he's expected to possibly not play i don't think he's playing uh mm-hmm. so i do want to see where that goes maybe he's able to squeeze it out and, and he's he's okay to play that could be huge for them but but uh demarcado uh I'm, I'm probably saying his name wrong wrong but yeah. he, he played he played a heck of a game uh and, and mm-hmm. really stepped up and he's he's been good all season so i don't i don't have any doubts that even if he's if uh, kendra miller doesn't play that he's going to be able to but We'll kind of stop ourselves there so we can talk a little bit more about that before the game on Monday. It's going to be a huge game. It's going to be so fun, uh, and and I'm I'm really I'm really happy for TCU. Uh, so I was driving through. I, t- I told you this earlier, but I was driving through Council Bluffs uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, and you know I I was like you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I needed gas uh, and I'm in, in the work truck. I'm, I needed gas. So I, need, I was like I'm gonna pull off, and I was like no I'm gonna wait until I get up to Council Bluffs because I've been seeing this the signs and stuff. Oh, you know, congrats, Max, and everything. And it's really cool to see that that whole uh, little town down there. You know, it's a it's a small city, is what it is, really. And it's 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 really cool to see all them uh, supportive and everything. You know, there was the gas station I stopped at. I should have taken pictures so I could uh, put those up too. But uh, yeah, like there was a gas station I stopped at that had a big banner. There's like a billboard sign up there that that has has him on. I mean, it's it's really cool to see that. And from a small town guy like that, 
and he's not too far from where I was born too. So, you know, he was born pretty right. close to me. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, really cool to see that and see, I mean, where, where he's come, his whole story is really fun. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him play. And then Sonny Dykes first year, this isn't, this isn't like he, he put something big together that, that program was falling apart for the most part. When you really think about like, mm-hmm. they just lost the winningest coach was fired. Yep. He, he, he didn't just leave for a better job. He got fired. That's, that's big. And Sonny that's Dykes bad. came in there and fixed this team and helped them get to a national championship. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And even if they lose that game, it's going to be so fun. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Hopefully we can work it out to be able to get on and talk a little bit more about that game here. Um, yeah, but it's, it's going to be a fun weekend uh, of, of NFL. We've got some NFL tomorrow night. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And then of course, uh, you know, Sunday, of course, more NFL. Uh, there's some NHL sprinkled in there too. So make sure to go over and give give the NHL some respect like they deserve. Uh, and then, of course, Monday night where we're looking forward to that that natty. Um, really rooting for the Horn Frogs hard. And I'm sure most of the nation is, but I'm rooting for them hard. Um, Frogs but, by ninety. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> but anyways, if you're watching this far, guys, we we thank you so much. If you're watching on YouTube, we've been getting a lot more support lately, and we really do appreciate it. It's helping us yeah. out greatly um and big time and we're we're trying to make some big time moves uh some things in the in the in the works that we're hoping we can put together uh and all kinds of stuff so if you are watching on youtube make sure to hit that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so that you know when we are sending in updates to the youtubes so make sure to hit that notification bell subscribe and share it with your friends uh and even if you're listening on podcast platforms share it with your friends that's the greatest way to get our name out there rising to the occasion because we're trying to rise to the occasion. We're the kind of the underdogs, you know, we're kind of like TCU in the playoffs. We're trying to rise to the top and nobody's counting us in. Nobody's counting <laughs> us in, but, but you know what? We can pull off that fourth quarter comeback and, and beat them. So, uh, make sure to share it. And if you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, give us a five-star review. That's another simple way just to show a little bit of love, but we thank you all so much for your, for your support until next time.